podcast a black and citizen podcast where it is full clown circus time over here i'm in pain i hate it here let's get started i'm one of your hosts tara hi i'm kat i'm also in pain and hate it here but you know it is what it is we're just old and that's what happens and that's what happens when we're old you know it's just a terrible time but um you know we're here and you know we're making honest attempts to keep going um yeah so today we're going to be talking about one of our favorite albums and probably our favorite unit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, man uh, <laughs> wavies first mini album take off um yeah but before we get into the album we'll go ahead and talk about um nct updates from the past two weeks that we happen to notice because um yeah there's just too much material out there way too much um happy geno day everyone happy geno day you know how old is Geno today? I don't. I can't do math. I don't know. Because you know. Oh, he's twenty today. There you go. He's twenty. Congratulations. Or maybe he turns twenty-one because this maybe isn't updated yet. Oh, maybe. yeah. I can't do math. So. Um. He was born in two thousand. So yeah, he turns twenty-one. Um, happy 21st birthday, Jeno. Um, I don't appreciate the hard standing that <laughs> continues to increase. Yeah. With the dreamies. Yeah. Um, I have very visceral reactions like, ah, <laughs> whenever someone hard stands on NCT Dream member. I mean, live your best life if you are, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22, but... As we started the show out, we are old. <laughs> we are creaking constantly. So, like, yeah, it's just not, it's just not for me. You know, yeah. it's it's not for me. But good for y'all. Um, hard Genozens. I hope you enjoy this new foray into Geno as a 21-year-old. Um 
but I won't be there because neither will I. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's just a very and it's it's a milestone. I think it's just interesting to see um, all of the dreamies kind of hit like their twenties and hit that milestone because this is where they'll probably start. You know. If they weren't doing it before, uh, getting more hands-on with their career and what they want to do in life and really like solidifying that and focusing on that. So I just think it's really cool to watch um, since they were so young when they debuted. Debuted. Wow. Essen really got me with that one. You can't, you can't let go. <laughs> I can't let go because it says it on the shiny badge. What am I supposed to say? It's a word now. Um, so since they debuted so young it's kind of cool to see their progression in their career and they're still young so we have years and years and years of seeing them continue to grow so i think that's cool i was looking at general uh baby pictures that came up on my timeline and i was like oh you have not changed at all he looks exactly the same just taller what is what is jenno's emo um a puppy okay yeah, he is kind yeah. of like a cute little dog. Yeah, so it was just cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, like someone had put up like the commercials that he was in as a kid where he was crying. And I'm like, oh, you look exactly the same. And that's yeah. another thing I appreciate about NTT Dream. No shade to anybody, but they look the same as when they were babies because it was kind of illegal for them to get plastic surgery or any corrective surgery done. Cause they were so young so oh i was about to say something really shady um <laughs> but mm. I'll, I'll choose a different shady statement that is not as spicy which is that see what happens when you're not white and you mind your business good it's, yes good one yeah. <laughs> when you're not white and you mind your business that is that is how you age gracefully i mean oh. there's i mean there's still time some shit could happen and then we'll start yeah, seeing some they wrinkles are, they are men after all which mm -hmm. um <laughs> sorry to the men listening to this podcast but i mean you know what y'all did so yeah <laughs> we say while fully simping over them it's whatever <laughs> I, so as as i've tweeted um, shout out to our followers over on Twitter, but I didn't tweet it from the account. I did it from my personal account. <laughs> I, I, I spend too much time on TikTok now. And there is this TikTok trend that's like, I hate all men, but when he, and then mm -hmm. you like insert something, it's like, I could do that for like almost every member of NCT. <laughs> Maybe you should, and maybe you'll get a bunch of views. It's like, I hate all men, but when he... And then it's just Taeyong talking to his fish. Yep. Or Lucas, you existing. know... Existing. Existing. Or Jaehyun, when his dimples just, mm. you know, slowly rise when he starts smiling. So cute. Who would win? Who would win? Two strong black women are one facial weakness. <laughs> like I said, like I told you before, 
clearly the dimple would win, but we can try. Oh my god, that video you sent me was fucking rude, man. I, I'm I regret nothing. You're welcome. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, happy birthday, Jeno. And also, speaking of NCT Dream, we've got our first set of teasers for Hot Sauce, the upcoming full-length album, because you know SM really tried it, and we we might not have had this. I was, like, two seconds away from, like, rioting. Like, as soon as, like, we were confirmed, we were good, I was looking for those words in the article that I was reading, because I was... Like I'm like, do not fucking say this is an EP. Do, do not, not say that say this is a mini album. That is this a mini album. Fucking weird. Or a single. Do not. I just want to see full album, and I'm good. Like I don't even care what the concept is. I'm good. And they did say it was a full album. When like Dream deserves. It's about time. Like after Reload, after that success, like I think uh, Dreams Ends would have been up in arms if it were anything else besides a full album yeah um if it was not a full album in city would have burned down in one night yeah. <laughs> like i don't i don't know that in city would have survived yet another nct dream comeback without a full album and it's mm-hmm. seven dreams so um shout out to mark uh, being able to hang out with his best buds uh, for hot sauce. Um, we've got all the visual teasers now, right? We have the first set of visual teasers. I think there's another set. Um, there's like the jalapeno, which we have. And then there's like a boring jalapeno version, I think, that's mm-hmm. coming of teasers. And then so that's probably that for me because all of the outfits for... <sighs> The current teasers are a little bit much. Okay, listen. If I... I think I tweeted this out like a week ago. I want Celine to just release NCT from whatever grasp they have. I love Celine. Actually, that's not true. I don't love Celine. I love old Celine. But, like, if I see that fucking Christmas red, white, and blue sweater one more time, if I see those ugly-ass hoodies with the Celine written across them in black again, I will shoot somebody because i'm tired i'm tired (laughs) i'm tired like like i'm at the point for this rant but go off i I was at the point like i'm at the point where you remember when johnny used to wear that ugly tan ass like jack moose hoodie it was like (laughs) yep i everywhere and he would wear it everywhere and all the time and i'm just like can you just let that go just like for a week just don't wear it for a week that's the point that i'm at or i'm ready to burn just i'm just gonna go to wherever the celine store is in manhattan and just burn it down (laughs) it's like you're just no no longer allowed allowed to uh make clothing so that the neos can stop i mean i kind of feel that way about justin bieber like how do we free ourselves from justin bieber so that the neos can also stop standing (laughs) i don't understand honestly i will say this i've never understood the affinity with justin bieber because to me his voice isn't unique or like there's nothing about it that stands out to me there's nothing about his music that stands out to me I don't know if he writes his own songs maybe that's why it's kind of like 
people love him and that's well, his artistic thing. I do remember, you know, his rise to fame somewhat in the background of the early 2000s. I feel like a lot of the Neos probably, you know, looked up to Justin Bieber at that time because he was very much kind of like them very young Mm. entering a very like grown-up industry and you know having to navigate all of that um and I guess which is really sad he is kind of one of the last remaining R&B singers in English that's popular if that's I R&B, guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him to be like, oh, I understand why people really like him. Because in my mind, every time like I see a picture of them of him, I'm like, who is that? Because he looks like an average white boy to me. Yeah. As far as aging goes, and see, this is a perfect example of when you're white and definitely don't mind your business. <laughs> um Justin Bieber looks terrible um sorry for any you know bleepers who may listen to this podcast including the neos um (laughs) I'm sorry but homeboy looks bad and that's probably because he definitely did have a little drug issue um at some point which obviously makes sense considering you know the industry is absolute trash to child stars yeah um but yeah if we could just be free that would be that would be great yeah someone has some like clippers or something so we can cut these shackles off my feet so I can dance um, I just wanna praise you that would be just wanna praise lovely you. and then I'll cut off my shackles from k-pop because y'all tired anyways um <laughs> besides um that what else what ha- what's happened yeah so I don't necessarily want to move on from hot Mm. sauce just yet because Mm. um, there was some more NCT Dream content. I didn't watch it, but apparently everybody's freaking out about the NCT Dream Life episode that dropped five days ago, I want to say. Oh, chillin'? Yeah. Yeah. Part two came out today, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, Like I said, and this is probably a bad habit that has persisted because I, I continue to feel like NCT Dream is not for me. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm wary of their reality content because I don't want to be caught slipping. <laughs> I mean, but it's just it's just cute. Like, they're just hanging out in, I think bro, they rented a pension and they're just bro, hanging out. <laughs> Excuse me. Remember when it was just cute that Jeno visited Renjun or was it Chunla during their relay cam remember when that happened and that was just cute it was it was cute i'm just saying i wish you could see the face that i'm making <laughs> you right now and that's how i end up maybe i just need to unfollow amber on twitter she'd be having me out here <laughs> listen i shout out to amber though i love her i just think that it is it was just a cute little thing and it's fun and I love to hear Hechan yell for no goddamn reason because I think it's hilarious (laughs) and I love to see them fight honestly I watch for their fighting 
to be honest. Yeah, their fighting is top tier. I see the clips on my timeline, and I enjoy those clips thoroughly. Um, especially Heichan, when he gets frustrated, is very adorable. Yeah, him and Mark fighting is will always be hilarious to me. Oh, that's an update. Oh, yeah. Apparently, the summer fight is resolved. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I still feel like they're lying, but... According to Mark and Heichan, they were fighting because they didn't know the song order for their performance. Well, it wasn't that it was a fight. It was that it they were confused and they didn't know what was going on. So it goes that um, in the dressing room, like everything was fine. They said they were all in a good mood. And um, the two songs that, the, that they were going to perform for one of them, Hedgehog started off in the middle and the other one, Jeno, started off in the middle. So in the and I went back to watch the video and in the video, it looks like Jeno is going to go to the middle and then Mark and then Hedgehog tries to go to the middle. So Mark is like, hey, you know, was probably saying, hey, you know, we're going to perform this song. And Hedgehog's like, well, I didn't know, like, go wherever you're supposed to go, that type of thing and I understand like the anger because I would be mad if I went out there unprepared as a professional not knowing what the hell I was doing so but then everything around it doesn't that story doesn't explain everything around it like the airport wasn't just yeah because it wasn't just like that moment isolated it was a couple of other moments too so like that's why I still feel like like they're lying (laughs) yeah so I mean, if they if that's what they say it is, and they want to squash it, it's squashed. Whatever that summer fight was, it is what it is. We're never gonna know. Like realistically, we will never find out what that was. So, and by the time, like, if someone does find out and wants to leak it, nobody's gonna care by that time. To be honest, something yeah. else will probably happen, and we'll focus on that. So maybe one day Hitchon will be really messy and write an industry tell all. I and hope he'll explain. So. That would be hilarious. He is a Gemini, so like chaos is his like normal wave. <laughs> That's his default. Yeah. Is chaos. Jesus. No. Maybe, maybe it that was it. Maybe like I said, it could have been in the episode that we talked about it extensively. Maybe somebody stubbed their toe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it could be as simple as you know something stupid like somebody ate somebody's lunch because I have definitely seen very intense fights break out in my family over people eating other people's food Mm. um (laughs) so maybe it was that but also it could have maybe been a very serious issue that they can't talk about without the fandom imploding because as we know N-City doesn't know how to handle anything which speaking of did, is it just me or was there like a lot of email drafts this week in regards to members of NCT? Yeah, and I just I didn't really pay attention to it because I'm like, I just rolled my eyes and kept going because any little thing that happens just that makes it onto the timeline. Unless I see a lot of people like talking about it, then I, I don't worry that much. Like I'm not going to go looking for it. Because 99.9% of the time, it just does not matter. It's something that, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. So. Yeah. But apparently there was some controversy around the editing of 
a reality thing where Mark, I guess, had drawn boobs or something or said something looked like boobs. And okay. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't watch it, so I don't I, know. I know because I watched the video and then I watched N-City implode in real time because I was really bored that day. So I was on Twitter all day. Um, so the Neo Next Top Model, which I think was hilarious, um, they released that. And um, they had a challenge where they had to pose of different, like, like an umbrella or a snake or a tiger, like things like that. And the one that Mark had to do was a rice cake. So um, they blurted out, but it looked like he was like leaned forward and had his hands below his chest. What they didn't notice or blur out was Utah in the background, like making a gesture like boobs like holding on to boobs <laughs> so people assumed that that was mark was doing what mark was doing and utah was copying him or whatever and like everybody was laughing and lost their shit i thought it was hilarious most people thought it was really funny um what ended up happening is c fans uh c mark antis decided to take that and call him misogynistic and all of these things saying it was disrespectful and um of course mark lee bar who is a china bar saw that and decided to um post a petition on twitter saying hey like we should ask sm to like edit that out because you know it's not right to have that in there nothing was fully explained it was just the petition and the template so a lot of people on Twitter on this side didn't see what was going on on like Weibo and like the China side. So over here and city was like, really like over boobs, like, come on, like it's a funny joke or whatever. So everybody was like, this petition is stupid. Like there's no reason for this petition and kind of started making fun of it a little bit. And then the hashtag <laughs> tits out for Mark Lee. Oh yeah. That's that. where I came in and was very happy to see <laughs> the mess that stemmed from that which i mean if you girl <laughs> i mean yeah. you know again the dreamies aren't for me but mm. i'm happy for people in their age range to you know allow them to enjoy being you know young adult men who are disgusting most of the time so yeah so that happened um and then the reason why it went left was because minor started posting yeah see and, and then, that's yeah and that's the other area where you know i gotta go because i'm like um go yeah so then when that happened of course creepy men decided to infiltrate the tag and start you know possibly could have been taking these photos of these minors you know showing their saving bodies them, yeah. and saving them um so Turning that them on other websites yeah and, just, and in like general being terrible like yeah. a lot of men are exactly and locals started like commenting which of course boosts interaction which makes it more visible um so people were like okay that was fun while it lasted we got to stop um if you're a minor please don't post your body on the internet there's a lot of creepy people out there and you just have to always consider that 
not everybody is you and not everybody has your same heart and good intentions, like not even your mutual sometimes. Um, you don't really know these people most of the time. So just be safe. Um, yes, just yeah. practice general, you know, internet safety, especially when it comes to like these sort of sensitive images on a very mm-hmm. public platform like yeah. um twitter now because mark has an instagram you know if you happen to slide in his ig dms to send those photos then hap- go, go go off for it like go off this go off this <laughs> the um just the posting on twitter and then that sparked the debate of um you know how did this happen like why are minors posting in this tag blah 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 and it just became it just went left very quickly and people started blaming the people that you know started tits out for mark lee um and it's kind of like well you can't blame somebody for somebody else's actions kind of but i understand the frustration and i i totally understand like both sides of the issue i don't think that'll ever happen again um so we're moving past it but yeah that that was a pretty big thing um it was very interesting to watch in real time because like just seeing it from being such a positive thing to like literally maybe two and a half hours later completely take a turn was was very interesting to watch yeah i'm not gonna lie this feels like you know the new norm for mm-hmm. k-pop online especially stan twitter especially in city jokes i feel like every time something happens that's funny in in city it only stays funny for about two hours before people take it too far or take it out of context and then it just becomes people fighting aka like that time that you know Xiao Jun wanted to suck the soul out of a crab <laughs> a lobster was okay. lobster yeah oh, okay. lobsters are expensive he's bougie okay yeah he wanted to suck the soul out of a lobster and share the photo with fans and then vegans started fighting with in city over it yeah which... i didn't see even see that on my timeline until a few days later and I'm like, why are we fighting with vegans? <laughs> like, why? Why is this happening? It's it's a cycle. And I guess this is just, like you said, it's just the way it is. It's just going to be what the trend is. So expect after NCT jokes about something, someone, not even our fandom, probably a different fandom or whatever, will take it the wrong way. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it's just the nature of Stan Twitter. Meanwhile, I feel like K-pop TikTok, minus the really cringy ones, is pretty chill. And K-pop Instagram is also pretty chill because all they do is, like, screen cap hilarity from Twitter yeah. and then none of the toxicity. Yeah, I'm, I've been, like, really leaning back into, like, Instagram K-pop because, mostly because... For the Reve cast, like a lot of more girl group stands post on Instagram than on Twitter, I'm finding. So if I want to find a clip, I'm more likely to find it on Instagram. So I've been more on that side. So if you want to take a break from Stan Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, there are many other sites that you can go to. 
Yes. So. And also, shout out to you and Mara's over at the Reve cast. I have not listened to the episode yet, the recently dropped, but mm. very much looking forward to all of the things Red Velvet. And uh, hopefully, if we have some, you know, closet Revlovesins listening to this podcast, they'll go check it out. Yes, please go check it out. Um, we've been saying on all of the other podcasts that this was going to happen for a long time. And it's finally happened. So thank you. Yes. All right. Um, other in-city shenanigans. Uh, today's episode is about Wavy. Um, and shout out to Wavy, who just had their comeback not too long ago for Kickback, which Ooh. shout out to our Patreon, patrons on Patreon who keeping the lights on and also were able to listen to our live reaction to that recent uh wavy kickback uh album and then wavy also recently dropped a behind the scenes for the dance practice to action figure um which was fun um i need lucas to stop that ain't never gonna happen I'm not wearing any clothes. (laughs) I bet you're naked under your clothes. Sick. This man just... And also all of his photos from recent film. He's he's still filming Keep Running, right? Um, I'm not sure. No, they're back. Oh, okay. Because whatever those photos that dropped of him in that traditional garb is from devastating i think that's from keep running but realistically i think they filmed a bunch and realistically like now they're back in korea because um this is also an update uh lucas was at the airport and was bombarded with fans yes during fans during a pandemic we're in a panini press like guys please like seriously fans i've seen that and he looked visibly scared too he wrote a whole thing on bubble like i appreciate you guys but we have to be safe like y'all don't understand you still have to be really safe you don't know who's in that crowd you don't know who's vaccinated who's immune who's been tested who hasn't like you're and who is a non or asymptomatic carrier because that has been the driver of a lot of you know super spreader events exactly so you have to be careful still like COVID is still a very real thing and also just a safety issue like the people that were there they were like practically on top of each other like you're gonna get crushed if someone makes a wrong move you're putting yourself in danger to get injured not only sick and you're putting you know Lucas and the staff in danger like do you want to be sued no okay so stop (laughs) That is one thing that I really enjoyed about the pandemic was that, you know, at least for that brief period of time, K-pop idols did not have to experience airports Mm -hmm. because it just still seems like I, I unpopular opinion. I do not agree with fans going to airports, period. Me too, actually. And, you know, I can hear people be like, but what if they want to give their, you know, fave stuff? And remember, that's how Jayon got that special album and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there are official avenues for all of this mm-hmm. that don't involve 
public safety being threatened. Yeah. There's a reason why there are P.O. boxes and fan clubs and fan sites and, th- and you know, concerts, you know, places where it's actually okay to give an idol a gift and they are prepared to receive you as opposed to when they just had a 13-hour flight between two cities and got no sleep and have, you know, tour exhaustion and here y'all come. Yeah, I don't. I remember very specifically when I went to go see um, Shiny in Chicago because I got out onto where um, taxis and Ubers come out, like literally two minutes before Shiny did. Like their van was like 10 feet away and they were trying to get in. And I remember just looking back and seeing like the fans were pretty respectful. And even, but there was a lot of them. And even then, it just looked from, the outside so stressful for everybody involved not only the fans but also the boys and then um security it just looks so stressful that i was like well i'm gonna get in this cab and i'm just gonna go because it's just it's a high risk situation you're also at an airport and airports are they will not hesitate to tase you airport security will not hesitate i promise you those are the people you least want to mess with ever because unfortunately after 9-11 like security just does not care tsa just does not care if they perceive someone as a threat or someone doing something suspicious you're going down yeah and you know they already racially profile anyways so exactly like please be careful anyways i feel like we're yelling a lot (laughs) but i mean deserve because that was really uh, like as a you know as a loomy i just don't like when my man is ever afraid because he is a very big person so you know and he's also like a golden retriever of a person Mm -hmm. so he's rarely ever you know in a bad mood so when he is in a bad mood and you could tell that he was uncomfortable you know my my fight instincts they come out yeah it's just like what the fuck are you bitches doing and it's a go home it's a weird situation to be put in as an idol because you have to think about not only your safety but you know like unfortunately like when idols do anything that is even perceived to be wrong they have to apologize and they get in trouble for it and it's like a big thing so let's say lucas accidentally steps on someone's foot because this is happening and it becomes a big thing like it's that pressure is like I have to keep my safety but I also have to make sure the fans are safe because I care about them to a certain extent but I also have to make sure that I'm not doing anything that like, can pre- that can jeopardize my whole career my because... whole career yeah so and I think some fans know that so they'll kind of push the envelope to see what they can get away with and that's what saucings are <laughs> essentially Oh, yeah. And that the other thing, too, that I often think about is the amount of undercover sexual assault that happens at airports mm-hmm. to especially female idols, obviously. But I, I'm, I feel like um, the male idols as well. It's like, you know, they have fans grabbing at their body parts and shit. And it's like really fucked up. So like don't do that yeah just be safe 
everybody. I think the title of the episode should be, please just be safe. Just don't do that. I just feel like, you know, there are a million other ways to get Lucas's attention that don't involve, you know, creating a public safety hazard in the form of, you know, a super spreader event at a very public spot during a global pandemic. And also, you know, in the form of, physically creating a a situation where stampeding and or people falling over each other can happen yeah it's kind of crazy um speaking of like the keep running and all of that um apparently people wanted to go after win-win as well this week. that's what i said there were listen yeah. Anthony has been on fire yeah. like what is going on i knew that something was up because i was like win city is on 10 right now and they have a and they've been calm for a long time yeah i don't think win city's ever been like too too turned up but yeah i did not understand what the issue was but a certain fandom thought there was an issue because of something else. And I'm just like, there are literal facts staring you in the face, but you still want to complain. Okay. I'm yeah, just, I don't get it. I, I K-pop fans are hilariously good at blowing up problems that aren't a problem. Mm-hmm. And also completely changing a problem from its initial problem yeah so much so that like the original reason like the plot is lost what was the original plot of the movie (laughs) who knows because (laughs) it started off as you know just someone trying to have a normal life for a little bit to uh bioterrorism i guess Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, leave Winwin alone. He don't do nothing but eat hot chip and lie. So <laughs> litter and charge his phone. That's all he does. <laughs> he's out of quarantine. Well, he's probably back in quarantine, so I'm sure we'll get <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm sure he's going crazy right now. But even in quarantine, he ain't hurt nobody. So leave Winwin alone. I've become kind of defensive of Winwin in your honor. Thank you. I appreciate it. He deserves to be defended. Because I'm just saying, you know, you you know, I love Cat, so I will fight. So if Cat loves somebody, I gotta, you know, protect them too. Because, <laughs> excuse me, are you are you hurting my friend? You're hurting my friend's feelings. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I get it. I f- listen. Win win to me is just I like him so much because he seems so normal he does seem very normal so that's why I think that's why I gravitate towards him the most like he's cute like don't get me wrong when when his face I mean he's fine yeah I mean all the neos are fine because SM does not miss when it comes to visuals so true but when when he seems don't mm -mm. no 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 (laughs) Yeah, I don't want elves coming for me. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> never mind. Anyways. We're not doing that. Not Anyways, today. Win Win is, is hot because Wavy is hot. Like, insanely hot. Disgustingly hot. 
like it's actually a problem how hot wavy is as a unit yeah that's kind of like like where and how like what's in the water like i have to know what sm water is formulated with because wow um but, but yeah, yeah. Lulin don't hurt nobody. He just, you know, be there, mind his business. And that's and, probably why he has clear skin. And I think that's why, like, all the other Neos really gravitate towards him. Because he just seems, like, chill. Like, he's literally just chilling the entire time. He never, like, overreacts. He's never, like, trying to act like somebody else. He's just himself. And he's like, I'm here. I'm gonna dance you my little butt what, off. Winlin is a Scorpio. He doesn't seem like it. Which is, I know, right? That's shocking me right yeah. now. How calm he is as a person. But then again, he is in the most chaotic unit, so he probably does come off as super calm. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would like, I, not to invade his privacy, but I would like to know, like, his other placements because I just think it's so funny that he's a scorpio but acts like i don't know what but he's just so calm he so quiet when when gives me cancer or capricorn vibes he gives me capricorn vibes yeah. more than cancer i feel i don't well know. when i think about cancers i think about like taeyong cancer versus like taemin cancer i feel like that's two <laughs> the only two cancers i trust yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, and then Capricorns. I think about Kyung Soo and Kuhn and see, yeah, Win Win gives me like Kyung Soo vibes. Yeah, kind of like he's very he seems very reserved, but he he does have those moments. Yeah, where you're like, are you on crack right now, <laughs> dear Mora? having a swell time here at the asylum <laughs> oh my god i don't think i'll ever get over that i think of the two things like two things that will always remain iconic in my mind re- in reference to win-win is him in quarantine and then him on the very first wavy dream plan mm. where he was like um my favorite hobby is napping and laying down mm-hmm. doing things that require laying down and i'm just like that's legit <laughs> i feel that so much and that's what i'm saying like that's i just he just seems so normal to me like he's like your neighbor or like someone you know from work like just normal dude that just happens to be a k-pop idol <laughs> On the side, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I recorded an album. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, so we're, you might. Go so, anyways, it? here's your latte. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Like that type <laughs> of vibe. Also, I think that's why out of like the other neos, I think out of one, two, seven, I think that's why I like Johnny so much because he just seems like a normal dude. Like he would probably work at a coffee shop. He's the one giving me my latte. You're like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Nice to see you. I was like, oh, I recorded an album. You know, no big deal. But here's your Americano. Have have a great day. Thanks. See you next week. That type of thing. The I just, face that I'm making right now is like, you a damn lie. It Johnny no. is not normal in any way, shape, or form. Normal. After that fucking video for April Fools. 
I think that's totally normal. I thought that was hilarious. That's normal. You can't lie to me and not tell me that. If you had that budget, you wouldn't do the same thing. Mm, no, mm, I don't think so. I would. <laughs> the Joe famine, you cannot not defend. No, it's true. There was that trend a long time ago on Instagram where you were like, Photoshop because that influencer got caught like photoshopping herself in France so then everybody on like YouTube and like Instagram was like trying to like fake being in these places and see how many people would believe them like you know, that, that was kind a trend of, that kind of gives me little Bow Wow vibes when oh, he yeah. told people <laughs> that he was on a private jet but he was definitely in coach yeah he did that was <laughs> That was on purpose. That was not a joke. (laughs) I hope he's okay these days. I hope. I don't. (laughs) I mean, I hope he's eating at least or something. I mean, I don't don't because he definitely hits women. So. Oh, shit. Never mind. Fuck you. I hope, you know, you step on a Lego. Yes. Um, But we're like 50 minutes in this episode. Sorry, y'all. We need to move on. So. Shall we get into Wavy's first mini album with their debut? Well, it wasn't their debut single, but it was it's it's takeoff, okay? It's takeoff. Before we get into this album and talk about Wavy, I just want to make it clear. We are OT23. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop making that jokes, those jokes about being toxic Waitionese before somebody actually believes me. Because someone kinda did got confused. <laughs> And I had to explain. Like, I thought it was ways in me. What? Yeah. Sorry. We are OT23, 100%. We just really, really like Wavy's discography. So that's just wanted to put that out there before people start coming for us. Oh, and I forgot. I, I just want to quickly get this last update in before we get to the album. Shotaro has an Instagram. Oh, yay. Finally. He looks so cute. He does look so cute in his little outfit. That was cute. He's so precious. I just want... <laughs> wow. What are Shotaro's uh, fans called? I don't know. I don't think he's approved one yet. But oh. if we become Ottersons, that would be cute. That would be so cute. But I don't know how that would go over in Korean. I don't know if that ma- would make sense. But... That's really cute. Make it happen. Please, someone DM him. Thank you. Someone DM him before he figures out how to shut him off. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do that right now. Yeah, go go for it. Um, but yes, he was so cute. Um, and I love his Instagram aesthetic already. And he's just very, he's a very precious human. Mm-hmm. Must protect at all costs. At all costs. Like he's done nothing but be cute and dance and that's all i want from him make your money yeah so we need that new unit today sm so any any day now just any day now i mean red velvet come back and then we'll take the new unit thank you okay i see how it is um sorry yeah so take off let's talk about it yes so um i was well back when wavy debuted in my mind wave because wavy is part of nct i feel like they're so much older than they are like as a group but they debuted in 2019 <laughs> yeah 
that's that's something that's kind of crazy is that like I started standing NCT like officially standing around the time that Wave E debuted. So I was able to have the full experience, so to speak. Um, which man has it been a great time to be a wavy fan not yeah. to mention you never have to worry about enlistment so you can just be like we're living our best life for the next forever <laughs> for the next forever <laughs> no really we are we really are um i mean i think wavy was a very good idea by fm um the members all look good together work well together sing well together so it was a wonderful idea i'm glad that they created sm in a wig aka label v um that was an excellent uh you know move on their part mm -hmm. so that you know we could we could get some you know china action but also international because you know in city to the world yeah um honestly takeoff is a certified banger First time I heard it, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? It's so catchy. Why does this go this hard? Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> and the, the, the bass line is so good. It is really good. And the drum line and just the way that the song is put together, the dance, Xiao Jun Carrie coming right out the gate. I literally have in my notes, Xiao Jun is the Mariah Carey of Wavy. <laughs> just coming right out of the gate, you know, being everything. You know what? I'll even give Hendry a compliment. I thought he was very cute in the mm -hmm. takeoff MV. Um, and that's all I got for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just remember the MV being the first, like the first time I heard this song was the MV came on while I was doing my thing at work where I would watch the Superhuman MV and then watch um, the Highway to Heaven MV and then, um, you know, VVS my diamonds, even though that's banned <laughs> in this house because of cat. Sorry. <laughs> and then and then the takeoff video came on while I was away from my desk, so I didn't get a chance to change it. So when I finally came back, I'm like, what is this? Alright, is that Lucas? And Ten from Super M? <laughs> Lucas on that bike. Yes! yes. Looking looking like so fine already just so uh just so hot and his and then, rock your world oh why and his little hip thrust when he said it i was like why what is whose world not mine i gotta go yeah it's like is this for me that's when i had to look up their ages at the time and i was like okay this is kind of for me just obviously not young young who is already out of control and a great rapper um and looked great i remember thinking too and spending a lot of time thinking about coon's thrusts Coonifer. oh Coonifer. <laughs> i was Just really like, excited to see him after nct 2018 um and yeah, I, I'm sure that must have been like because I I had heard I didn't live through the era of empathy, but I got into it after a year when it was over. So 
Yeah, I just because um, regular did come out because this regular was their their debut song, and I did and I did see him in regular, but all all of that. But I kind of had I don't know why I had this feeling. I was like, oh, this is cool. Now we're not gonna get anything for like a really long time. Um, but they came back with takeoff, and I'm like, okay, like he's really you know when something just like clicks in your mind and you're just like oh wow this is really happening like he's really in a group like he's not like a floater that we're never gonna see again anymore which is what they did for NCT 2018 so that was really really lovely and I appreciated that you know he got lines and I'm throwing shade at 2018 I'm sorry yeah and that's fair because you know Whilst Empathy Era did give us a lot of things, it did also, you know, signify the end of Win Win's time in 127, which people had a lot of feelings about. Mm -hmm. And it also, you know, did have Kuhn and Ten just sort of hanging out in Black on Black and not much else, so... I mean, Ten did do a lot more because he had Dream in a Dream and yeah. Um, I mean, Ten had that. his solo songs, but yeah, I just meant like as as a group, mm-hmm. it, they were obviously you know floating yeah. along. It was good to see them solid and placed in yes. a unit that you know we knew that they were gonna get. They're gonna they're gonna get their time to shine, as yeah. all the other units did. So I was really really happy about that. And he was blonde, which was oh, yes. Um, sorry. <laughs> Blonde Coon is dangerous, has been, will forever be dangerous. Um, I don't, you know, uh, I'd be having moments where, so you know how we talked about before how you'll, you'll have a bias and then you'll just have a man that you're like, I would like marry you. Mm-hmm. I think Coon is not my bias, but I would marry him. Same. 100%. He's the guy you bring home to your parents. He genuinely is. He's, he's, I mean, we don't know this kid, but he seems super nice, very well put together, speaks really well, seems really respectable, knows how to And then those thrusts. Exactly. Knows how to Those those dance thrusts, you know? Knows magic tricks, can fly a fucking plane. Listen, I'm trying to be wholesome right now. (laughs) And on top of that, you know he's probably good in bed because, you know. I'm just saying, if you've never seen the takeoff music video, just go and rewind a couple of times on those thrusts during the second verse that is sung by Ten. And, you know, just have a good time because, you know, Kuhn does this thing, too, where he, like, bites his lip a little bit. And I'm just like, excuse me. Excuse me. This is not a whorehouse. Fucking annoying. And every time he does that, I'm like, you know, that's not necessary, right? You know, you're already lo- good looking. You don't have to do that. You don't have to give me a pulmonary embolism every time. Like Kuhn. Okay, so yeah, we don't. We obviously don't know Kuhn, but I mean, that episode of Wavy's Dream Plan, which is definitely one of my favorite um, NCT reality things where he was super respectful to the blind men and like wanted and like you know started getting really emotional about their lives and like played that song for them i'm just Mm -hmm. like you can just tell that coon is a very upright moral man yeah whoever (laughs) listen whoever gets to marry coon 
you will be taken care of. You will be loved. Yes. Like, great job. Also, he's a great dad, too, because he keeps the most chaotic unit in line. That's true. (laughs) Remember that live where they were cussing in the background? Yep. (laughs) So he got up and did his very best Asian dad impression. He he's a leader. Like he is a leader. I anyways, this isn't simping for coon hours. I'm sorry. I mean y'all. it is. It, it is, but but it is. But it is. Anyways, but, um, um yeah, Takeoff's a great song. Um Stan Coon, Stan Wavy, uh I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't like Takeoff. Um I guess you don't like good music. I guess you don't have taste. Keep that to yourself. I don't know. Something I want to talk about with Takeoff, um, the song is just really it's very it's a very interesting song because hitchhikers on this and hitchhiker tends to use very unconventional like sounds to make music so i don't know if everybody hears it but there is a dog barking at some point and random screech sounds and an electric guitar that just go off and make the song really spicy and i i appreciate that so thank you to hitchhiker Actually, um, also thank you to Hitchhiker for starting that trend for Wavy of having that guitar um, bridge because mm-hmm. or guitar breakdown because it's in every Wavy title track, actually, mm-hmm. uh, after Takeoff. And it works and I, I love I love it. It's like, I mean, I don't want to like bring them up because of past occurrences, but it's like G-Friend. They always have that like rock guitar like breakdown, but I think with Wavy, sometimes it doesn't work for me in G Friend, but I think in Wavy, it's not too overpowering, it's not too powerful, it's done just right, and they, they're always killing it in the, in the dance break. So, yes, 10 is so good, so masterful, just so. But that at mass. The dance breakdown and takeoff is everything. It really is. I I wonder, I want to know, I meant to look that up earlier, whoever choreographed it, because it's not an overly complicated dance, but it like 10 somehow makes everything look 10 steps more than it is and makes it look so smooth. And I'm just like, ooh, yes. Yes. Also, shout out to Tin during NCT 2020, the concert, because he was definitely performing like the rent was due. (laughs) He went, like, the first whole block was, like, him just going for it the entire time. I'm like, is he ever going to get a break? Because he's going to collapse at some point. But it was a Tin show that night. Man, Tin's just so freaking talented. Okay, um, do you want to talk about regular now yes but also one last thing about takeoff why is winwin shirtless oh yeah this was the beginning of the wavy members being shirtless in videos yes and i was mad and um do it again please thank you (laughs) (laughs) i thought that coon was gonna forever pull a janky on us and only Me too. show oh his abs through like you know see through or mesh but then you know 
Turn Back Time came out, and it was just like, okay. And that was the best day of my life. Okay. Not lie. <laughs> I mean, I was also dead because, you know, Lucas just decided to be naked fully. Uh, yeah, that was every almost everybody was shirtless. Ten, Kuhn, Lucas, Win Win. I think Hendry, Xiaojun, and Yang Yang were the only ones that weren't shirtless. But like more than half of Wavy was shirtless, and yes, I highly it was, appreciated it. It was very Ho City on ter- turn back time. Yep, do that again, SM. Thank you. Um, but yeah, speaking of shirtless ten, the superior. Uh, regular, version. regular Chinese version. Okay, I gotta talk about this because correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, I don't care. But um, <laughs> sorry, actually, I don't care. <laughs> the reason why I think because the song regular is about making money and being rich and fabulous and all that stuff. But I have a the reason why I like Wavy's version so much more is primarily because of the MV. Because in that music video, it's like, it gives the vibe of like, I was born with money, like I'm rich, like, don't talk to me, I could own you type of thing. Oh and yeah, then, it's it was serving crazy rich Asians when it was still just a sensational New York Times bestselling novel and not yet the movie. Exactly. But 127's version was like, I started from nothing and came up to money yeah that sort I of see vibe. that i see that i i feel i feel i'm with you i'm on the same page okay um you know one to seven's version definitely is you know serving i came from nothing and now you know i it's like started from the bottom by dre yeah where it's like you know wavy's version is very much oh you're not gonna let me in this hotel boom i'm gonna buy it this hotel yeah exactly exactly and And i I mean lucas and coon were serving rich young ceo chinese ceo for yeah for like all of the video exactly and it was like beauty shot beauty shot beauty shot of everybody shouting on that bull those slow-mo shots i was like this man is beautiful what the fuck is happening? So I don't know. It's just I think that's why I like it a bit more because this I feel like the song matches that MV a little bit more than yeah. it did one two seven. Um, but yeah, and I love that Win Win has literally performed all three versions of this song. Yeah, always a fun time for you to be like, all right, he doesn't say bus it on this one. <laughs> He does. He says. He says. Um, no. He, he says, "Hold up, hold up, hold up for a real one." On the wavy version? Yeah. No. I just listened to it. it. No, I, I just listened to it. In the I MV. just listened to it. Nope. I'ma listen to it. I'ma look for that part. Write me out. No. Because earlier I wrote down. I was watching it while I was writing my notes, and I wrote down, "Win, win, win, win." Still busting it for a real one. So I'ma look it up right now. Plus. The video. Yeah, I'm- it's at 142, and I'm telling you, he says, "Hold up, hold up, hold up" for a real one. Maybe, maybe my mind is like, I want him to say that. Yes, you do, <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> also, um, the video that came out—I don't know if you remember—it was like their version of, like Wavy's version of a yearbook video. 
Um, yeah, I think I remember vaguely seeing that. Man, Coon looks fine as hell on this music video. Yeah, he does. He's absolutely 100% serving um, rich, young Chinese CEO. Oh, you're right. My brain just loves him saying, bust it. And Lucas is, has a fit. If the, like you said, if there's one thing that young man's going to do, it's dance and serve face. And that's all he needs to do. Honestly, for me. I also love that Kuun is rapping in this, Xiao Jun is rapping in this. Like they're all doing things outside of their like quintessential whatever they're supposed to be doing, which is nice. I like that. And the editing to this MV is similar to Superhuman. Mm. like the disappearing and reappearing and the little glitches like in between scenes I was like this looks really really familiar and it really reminded me a lot of Superhuman so I wonder if um, it was the same company I'm that sure put that the, on uh, I'm sure the um, Sherlockzins probably have some crazy ass theory about how this video connects to superhuman. Yeah, y'all figure that out. I'm yeah. I, I myself do not have the brain bandwidth to ever figure that out. True. I'm yeah. I'm sure there's a thread somewhere. But I mean, what more can we say about regular? We've covered this song. Yeah. Twice great song, in two Hotman, weeks. Hotman, valid point about how Wavy's version uh serves more of like you know generational wealth versus mm -hmm. self-made wealth mm -hmm. which you know people have their feelings about that um especially me as a marxist so um the next song <laughs> is oh fucking great ass songs say it i is love it here <laughs> is the what is there crack and say it i don't I understand I also I love that the the um the Harry Potter um, reference at the beginning with Voldemort speak that's happening at the beginning of the song. Um, I just have you seen have you seen the live fan cam of this? Please say yes. Um yeah. I wow <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, that's right. I've seen this fan cam because I was in the fandom by then. Yes. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, this was like the real, truly, this was the real beginning of my NCT era. LDN Noise is on this, and I just want to say thank you for giving us this song. Oh, well, there it is. That's one of the Infinity Stones. There you go. Thank you for giving us this song. Thank you for allowing Wavy to perform this song, because that performance will be like one of my, I want to see this live so badly. The choreography is great. They all look amazing. That fan cam. And then Lucas is like in the front. And there's like this move that he does that I was like, if I were to ever see that live, please have an ambulance waiting for me immediately. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Say it's so good. It's so good. Like, I just, it's the way that the breakdown at the end of the chorus is so perfectly placed the oh nana part the i don't know what they're saying in mandarin oh but, yeah that's true da, 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 okay da, yes da. yes oh, nah, nah. yeah mm -hmm. okay so the oh nana nah part yes i that's my favorite part of the song 
I will be screaming. I don't even know Mandarin and I'm just screaming gibberish. Yeah, just some sounds. Just some sounds. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what it is. I think you're right. It's like crack because I usually don't like songs like this because it is a little bit all over the place. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first heard it, I was like, none of this makes sense to me. But then on the second listen, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I think I hear something here. And then I was like, yep, mm hmm yes, this is this is it for me. Yeah, they're much like I said about Good Time, that there's crack in here or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, what can I say about how they took this very, which, which is kind of LDN Noises thing, which is to take an EDM heavy kind of sound and mix it in with the sort of vocal prowess of SM artists and really make it pleasant sounding. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Also, Winwin's rap. Win I appreciate. Oh. I appreciate. Listen, I will be the first to admit that sometimes it's not like for the small lines that Winwin does have in most projects that he does, sometimes it just like sounds a little bit off at the end of his phrasing. One, but NCT, we mobbing. I mean, let's not talk about <laughs> Jonathan because that's even more. But anyways, um, but Winwin's rap in this song, I was like, okay, okay. Kind of like Johnny's rap on uh, Gimme Gimme, where they yeah. finally got it together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, is that I just, I need them to give Winwin the opportunity to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. Sorry, y'all. I don't mean to, like, get into that, but I... To, to become Win City. Yeah, but <laughs> I just, I... He just needs the opportunity to SM give go. women more opportunities. Hashtag. If he wants it, because he may not want it. He may be perfectly comfortable where he is, and you do you, boo-boo. But if he does want it, give him the opportunity, because we'll get to a song later on where he's singing, and he sounds great. So I don't... Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommend going to find that fan cam from their fan meeting because also Ten was doing his best horror performance um, yeah. by having a shirt with only two buttons. He never going. buttons his fucking shirt. The top two are always unbuttoned and the bottom two are always unbuttoned. I don't, and then it's always just slightly too short. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, can you just can we just find you a shirt that fits for my sanity, please? Or not, or, or not. We don't I mean, have to do or that. not, or we not. Don't, do don't listen to anything do I say. Sorry, but also, yeah, they look really great in this stage. And mm -hmm. also, shout out to Yang Yang's rap as well. Yeah, that kid's say talented. Like Yang Yang is ghetto, <laughs> and it all and it never ceases to amaze me. He is really ghetto, but he's a very. He, I feel like he's so there's a we're gonna see a lot from him in the future. We are honestly drop the mixtape. 
I know. I don't care. Open a SoundCloud, man. Like, let's I go. Care. I'm here for it. Yeah. I will say, out of the Neos, Yang Yang has the best music taste. So, that this is true, because y'all like Justin Bieber a little too much for me. Yeah, that is definitely one of Lucas's greatest flaws as a human is liking Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, we'll get past it though. We'll work yeah. on it. It's fine. All right. Um. So now, come back. I just love come back in general. Yeah, it's Korean a great song. version. Chinese version, whatever version, like when the Japanese unit comes out, they could debut with a song and I'll be right up in it, to be honest. <laughs> because... I mean, same though. I, I don't disagree. Comeback is a great song. I think this is actually one of the si- rare situations where I actually prefer the Chinese version. Oh, this is the rare situation when I prefer the Korean version. I, I, I think it's because I like... 10 so much on this song mm. he does sound great i think the this might be an unpopular controversial opinion but i did like the rap parts on this more than the korean version sorry y'all please mark young don't come after that's me that's all i to be like um and that is the end of the nct podcast um <laughs> I don't no, know. I'm not gonna do that. Not. I just like, I just like the flow a little bit better. Um, but overall, I do listen more to the Korean version than I do this one. But I think comeback is just, it's a testament to how well the song is was made and written and composed. Because no matter what language, it's still a bop. So and also Shaojun on the song. Yeah. Oh my God, Mariah Carey, I love your work. Uh, if you're if you've watched Mean Girls, you know what that. Yeah. Is. Oh my God, Danny DeVito. I yeah, I love your work. <laughs> yeah, Shaojun is a very talented vocalist. I'm thoroughly looking forward to more songs from him, and also if he can just never talk about women ever again, that would just, be great. If he can um, just not <laughs> talk or eat crustaceans ever again, apparently. <laughs> Honestly, I appreciate him having a crustacean stuffed in his mouth because then it means he can't say something stupid. Oh yeah, you're right. There you go. Just keep, just keep eating, babe. It's fine. Um, yeah, fun song. If you don't like this song, I don't know you. I don't perceive you. I'm sorry. Honestly, once again, even though we've already talked about it. Wavy's level of talent upon debut, I think, is also why it's hard to consider them as a younger group. Yeah. Because they really did come out of the gate, like, performing on a level of abnormal. uh, Yeah, like, abnormal talent and poise. Because, you know, debut years can be really rough for some groups. I mean, shit, it was rough for 127. Yeah. But um, Wavy has just been chilling, coasting. Like, I, I think that's due to not only their, like, talent, but also SM was very smart. Ken was already performing and all over the place. So was Lucas. 
Hoon had that one thing in NCT 2018. Let me stop. Um, I mean, but so was on the NCTU debut song. So. Yeah, so he was like they; those three were already uh, working on things and kind of already debuted to per se, kind of not really. Um, and then everybody else was also part of SM Rookies again, so they you know had projects here and there. It wasn't like we've it wasn't like a shiny it wasn't like we're debuting this group without any prior nothing and you know what I mean like yeah. that type of thing yeah they were already in the industry mm-hmm. and very present in a way that most rookie groups do not get to do so yeah which companies like uh, if you're gonna steal something from SM like that's one of the things you should steal because having a built-in fan base at debut is kind of it works yeah, it works. Absolutely, it works. It's a great, it is a great way to, it's also a great way to test stuff mm-hmm. because I feel like you. if I were a company CEO try, with a K-pop label and I was, you know, because test, audience testing is like a normal part of the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. This is why you have, you know, films will get audience tested before they their official release where they might you know change or cut scenes that don't make sense because it's like you know you want to make sure that the audience understands your intentions so I feel like you know it's it's a it is a smart business decision to have your rookie groups go out there and have songs and perform and you know gain support before their official debut because then you have a built-in fan base so you avoid flopping completely and then you also get to test stuff out and decide hey maybe this person should be in a different unit than yeah. the one that we had originally planned because they yeah. seem to mesh better yeah and be happier in other unit yeah i think this is it's a way better system than survival shows anyways um yeah i mean survival shows are kind of garbage and even knets agree with me and usually they're crazy no i think everyone agrees yeah survival shows and you know what let me not um (laughs) moving on to the most adorable freaking video and song ever love you literally say in my notes i say cute about 17 different times (laughs) because it's so it's such a sweet song and every the the mv is like self-filmed while they were doing um i think what were they doing um they were filming like an nct life but what what's their version called dream plan dream plan yes um they were filming dream plan and it was so cute and they were just having fun and enjoying time and being mean to each other it's great Yes, they're so cute, and you know they, you know, they just did lots of cute things, and just lots of smiles and winks and mm-hmm. having fun and playing with little paper red hearts and <laughs> fighting each other and Coon being the most perfect man by also doing magic <laughs> on screen. And everybody's singing in this song. Like, everybody is singing in this song, which I really appreciate that they have a song in here where everybody can showcase 
you know, something outside of being, you know, the rapper or whatever. Win Win is singing, Young Young is singing, Lucas is singing. Very, very nice. And they all sound great. They don't all they don't sound like overly produced or anything like that. Yeah. Definitely not heavily auto-tuned. Thank God SM stopped doing that. Yeah. yeah. I will say that this does sound a little um, 2013-2014. Yeah, it's kind of dated. Yeah. yeah. It sounds a little bit dated, but it's so fun and so cute that it's like, whatever. I don't care. It's, it's fun. Also, how can you not watch this video and smile? I don't understand. The entire just, time. Like, they're just so cute. And Lucas is devastatingly cute. Because I just feel like Lucas is such a golden retriever of a person. Mm-hmm. Like, he just wants you to live your best life and be happy. Like, uh, I'm in pain. <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. And he's all smiley the entire time. And I'm just like... Y'all are adorable. Like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You're also all crackheads. So that's fun. Yeah, I was just about to mention Hendry doing his best crackhead performance in this music video. <laughs> I just want to be like, can you sit still for like two seconds? Just give me like two full seconds of you just sitting still. Absolutely and just, not. And just being. No, he cannot do it. And I appreciate that about him that he has so much energy um he should have a little less sometimes but um yeah (laughs) he can definitely benefit from toning it down he could think things through sometimes but maybe a little bit more chill like win-win yeah Yeah, just you know ask people before you post it anyways Yes, I love this song. It's adorable. It's great. It's cute. It's fun. It's, you know, literal serotonin. Um, Shout out to Tin somehow still making this video a little bit sexy by (laughs) fucking putting the damn hearts and shit under his shirt and then opening it up. Oh, God. I'm just like, can you chill? You too. Can you chill for like two seconds? Who, me? No, it's Ten. Yeah. Ten, ten is yeah. I mean, I mean, continue living your best whole life, ten. We love to see it. I mean, he's taken all of his neo boyfriends out on dates, and I appreciate that. So that was another update. Apparently, Taeyong and Ten went went out and had dinner together, and then Jaehyun and Ten went out and had dinner together. Yeah. I feel like after he spent time with Johnny, he felt like he needed to spend some time with uh, other Neos, you know, so that we don't get too suspicious. Mm-hmm. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. But we know. It's fine. Ooh, fishy, fishy. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to, you know, wrap it up here with Dreamwatch? Yes. I love space and science. It is very good. I mean, Exoplanet, you know, obsession era with the whole, you know, beings from other planets. Don't, don't talk to me about obsession era. Like, I haunt my dreams. But yellow. Okay, let's not get into it. <laughs> the yellow leather, huh? The yellow leather with the black pants and it's a crop top. Like, why even wear a shirt? 
Like, why even wear that? Just go shirtless. And then there was a there was a fan cam. I forgot which music show, and it's a black crop top, and I was done. I was down. I was <laughs> down bad. I was down bad. I was astro projecting somewhere. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of yellow items, Lucas is a very cute yellow scarf in this music video. Wow. What a segue. <laughs> for me um also just in general in which again i will say like i like i said before this episode one of my favorites uh nct sort of um reality shows is dream plan because you did get to see a very like softer more you know emotional side of wavy um because there theirs was more you know, about, you know, coming to debut and gaining fans and less so about, you know, I mean, the other one realities are about that, but I just feel like because it was, you know, aimed at Chinese fans, it was a little bit more melodramatic, Mm. which is fine. I'm not, you know, saying that as a bad thing, but I definitely did. I feel like I went on a lot more roller coaster of emotions during Dream Plan than uh, any other reality series. And I think he, I just became so invested in Wavy having a success because it just seems so important to them. Me too. I think also that I think that's what made me laugh. Besides the music, because the music was amazing. I think watching Dream Plan really like, I don't want to say like a, a, a spiritual connection or anything like that because I don't know these people but like I really latched on to them because I was like I really want this for them especially coming from like SM like they are part of the big three they're expected to do well like it's a lot of pressure and a, a very very high expectation because I don't think SM has really had a, a flop <laughs> in the last few years so like to have that pressure and, and to possibly be the first to not, you know, make it. That's a lot. Yeah. So and I really wanted it for them. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, there was also a lot of risk considering um, the, as a unit itself, Wavy is experimental in the sense that, like, they kind of make K-pop songs in Mandarin, mm-hmm. which is a whole different thing than like, you know, C-pop as like a genre. And, you know, having to navigate between, you know, the audience there around as a NCT unit, which is, you know, based in Korea, and then, you know, being the Chinese unit, and then also having to navigate just international fans in general. And like, you know, it, it definitely seems like it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. I I can't imagine having that much pressure on me about anything in my life, let alone, you know, my chosen career path. Cuz it's a it's just a lot, but um yeah, I'm glad. I'm so happy that they are where they they are now for being a group that's only really what 2 years old now. 
I think they just had their third anniversary. Their third? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. January. Okay. So, um, yeah. Like, anyways, back to Dream Launch. Sorry. <laughs> We're, like, yeah. reminiscing on Wavy. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, the song is very... It evokes the feelings of reminiscence mm. upon past. So, and that's kind of, I feel like, what the point of Dream Launch as a song is, which, s- speaking of how I feel about the song, it's just okay. It's not bad. Mm. I wouldn't yeah. go run to listen to it, but I also wouldn't skip it. Um, and amongst the stellar discography that Wavy already has with only one full album and three mini albums, yeah. it's like, it's definitely lower tier, but again, not bad. Yeah. Not terrible. I don't think they have a single terrible song, which is insane. I don't think so either. Like, there are songs in their discography where, like, I'll go back and forth. Like, I really love it and I'm mad about it. But there's nothing that is on my van level. So I'm pretty. <laughs> there's also nothing on yesterday level. Actually, speaking of yesterday, I I feel like there is a sound in yesterday that's also in Dream Launch. And <laughs> I just compared the two songs in my head and I'm just like. Man, Dream Launch is a good song. Yeah. Because yesterday <laughs> is it's a song that exists and we'll just leave it at that. Um it's Yeah, it's we out don't there. need to slander it anymore. No, it's fine. I will slander my van, but yesterday I you're you're fine. <laughs> um this there's the piano in this. Maybe I'm wrong, but the piano in this reminds me of the piano in Lightbulb. Mm. I like, hear it. Like, not yeah. the exact melody, like, obviously not, but, like, whatever filter they have over that piano sound is the same in Dream Launch. Because I could not, in when I first listened to Lightbulb, I'm like, why does this piano sound like something I've heard before? And I couldn't figure it out until I was doing, over listening to the album and doing my notes for today. And I was like, ha, it's Dream Launch. I knew it. Um, But yeah, it's, I love the piano. Yang Yang is singing. It's a cute M- MV. I love the aesthetic. I think I like this song so much because of the music video. Because the aesthetic is very nice and cute and clean. And they come home and they're in, they go to their rooms. And, you know, there's a wormhole. And I love science and space. And I love wavy scientists doing science. Um, so that's great. And Lucas's smile when he turns around and that little kid is in the hallway and he gives that like relieved smile. When I tell you I was a puddle on the floor, I'm it's not It's very much from home before from home. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, if you watch those two videos back to back. Good luck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Good luck which... to your emotions. Yeah, which I don't, you know, not to sim for men, but I feel very proud of NCT and how much they've worked. And since we've officially, I mean, outside of whenever we get to NCT 2020, um, which will probably be in like a couple months from now. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously involving the debut of Shotaro and Sungchan. Oh, that'll also probably be around our debut episode. Oh, yay. Um, you, you, this attachment that I have to, like, 
uh, each and every one of them is just so like I really just want them to do well and to be happy mm-hmm. and you know know that they have fans and that they've you're, you know that their dreams came true because being an idol fucking sucks yeah it's like not you easy. don't get to do anything you want to do most of the time outside of your enjoyment of things related to being an idol like performing singing dancing etc like and just knowing what they go through a wavy especially being away from home like 365 most of the time Mm -hmm. because they have to be in korea whilst their families are from china and thailand I'm sure that they get homesick a lot and just would love to just, you know, not (laughs) be an idol and just be like a normal human and go home to their families, but they can't. Maybe that's why I feel more like protective of Wavy because I know that they don't get to be at home and they kind of have to be in this foreign country all the time. Yeah, I... I agree with that. Like, I feel really protective of Wavy. I feel really protective of a lot of the foreign neos because, like, I'm just like, you literally traveled to a different country to pursue your dreams and do what you needed to do in order to pursue a career. And it's really, really hard. Like, if you, if anybody listening to this, if you, like, moved out of your hometown or moved to a different state away from your family like you know this feeling you know the feeling of you know just getting homesick but you're you've moved away for your career to find a new life things like that it's still hard and then to have that extra added pressure of your job essentially taking over your life is a lot (laughs) Yeah, because it's, you know, it's not like a job, like being an idol is not a job that's, you know, a set hours of the day, Mm -hmm. and then you get to not be an idol anymore. You get, you know, stuck in these stupid ass situations where like every single thing you do is under a microscope all the time, especially because you're like an idol at SM, where the idols have a, you know, reputate, represent, like, they have a... There's a certain there's a certain standard that yeah. they have to meet. Yeah, there. What word am I? It's what rep, rep, reputation. Rep, yes. Oh, yes. They have a certain reputation of being like very proper and pure and wholesome. And you know these are essentially young men so i'm sure that they do gross ass shit all the time and probably have not safe for work urges and thoughts about things but they can't you know they they don't get to be a normal gross ass you know college man they have to be idols so and i'm sure that sucks sometimes because i mean i make sex sex jokes like every day and i feel like if an idol makes a sex joke, it can go one one way or the other, and it's usually not the good way. Yeah. Like, 99.9% of the time, it's definitely not the good way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that homesickness thing, which is, you know, why from home always just like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that always gets me, because I've, I've been in that situation where... I literally just left and was like, 
peace out, y'all. I'm going to go find my life. And it's hard. And my brother did it, too. My brother lives on the other side of the country. I lived on the other side of the country for a long time. And it's I get it. I don't get the pressure, the idle pressure. But just on the basis of how I felt being that far away. And then to add, like, I got to be perfect all the time. Are you fuck that? Yeah. Mm mm. So shout out to Benios and Wavy for holding it down. Also shout out to Ten, who not only had to leave home but also had to learn like three other languages. Oh God! Yeah. In the process, um, and also you know Wavy having to learn Korean and English. Well, a lot of them are in New English. So, anyways, <sighs> shout out to tough, them. Man. Their job is hard. Yeah. And oh, we appreciate. I highly appreciate all of the work that they do because it's it's entertainment for us. Like it's not like a regular regular job. Like they're creating entertainment for the public, which is I can't fathom. I I just can't wrap my mind around idle life. I really cannot. Yeah, it's it's a dog's life for sure. But we appreciate. To wrap up um, this album, I just wanted to put a little bit of a stat out there. Um, uh, Takeoff is kind of a repackage, but not really a repackage because it wasn't announced as one of Wavy's debut EP, which was The Vision. Um, and something that I don't see talked about a lot, maybe I'm just not on the right side of Twitter, is you know their achievements. Um, on the charts which are not always super important but you know it's nice to you know acknowledge them but um, for the vision specifically all three tracks of the EP earned um, top 10 rank on billboards world digital songs so that's amazing and they debuted at number four on the billboard social 50 um, which was the best debut on the chart since xxs xxx Tentacion in 2018 so amazing amazing work yeah I mean shout out to Wavy's like achievements because the fact that they're charting on billboard at all Mm -hmm. in a in a foreign language is insane Mm -hmm. because you know if you look at the world digital and also the world album billboard charts it's like 99.9 percent k-pop and then a couple of english albums from people like beyonce and you know future not future um anyways you know um, you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like to have a mandarin speaking group you know chart that high on a world chart means something yeah yeah they had a they had a in my eyes i think they had the best debut that year um so i'm very 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 proud of them very proud of where they've come very proud of their discography very proud of their performances and just how hard they've worked so yeah thanks i mean i'm not gonna thank it sm but like thanks to the to the staff yeah thanks to everyone not related to sm entertainment (laughs) who is responsible for uh wavy and you know thanks in city for taking a chance 
on some unknown kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, if it wasn't, I mean, I don't know what would have been, but it was nice to have, like I said, that already built in fan base from NCT and from the projects that the boys and Wavy had done before where, you know, you already had like practically millions of fans already for, you know, a new unit. So, I mean, SM is smart. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. smart in some things and very, very, very dumb in others. Yeah. There's no middle uh, ground. Yeah. It's either the decision is galaxy brain or the decision is brain rock. Yeah. Nothing in between, though. Absolutely nothing <laughs> in between. And maybe they'll get it together one day, but highly doubt that. Yeah. All right. So NCT song of the week. Um, my NCT song of the week is going to be Volcano. I think I've done this volcano but it's gonna be a volcano because i i feel like you did it last week (laughs) oh no no or the last episode (laughs) i don't think so did i uh okay i'll pick i'll pick another one oh man um i've really just been listening to yeah you did do you did do volcano (laughs) literally the last episode (laughs) Because I've been listening. I don't know what it is. Like, Resonance has been just there for me. I guess um, in honor of Wavy, I'll do Nectar. Do, do, give me that Nectar. Nectar. (laughs) (laughs) Nectar is, for me, Nectar is like, uh, back that ass up. And that (laughs) as soon as I hear it. It makes me want to twerk. I mean, yeah. <laughs> twerk anthem. Yes. And speaking of a song that goes hard and wavy, uh, my NCT song of the week is Yeah, Yeah, Yeah from Take Over the Moon. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> this song is great, especially because... <laughs> Lucas listening to the album in the car, that infamous IG Live. Oh. <laughs> in which he not only forgot his rings oh, for at guy. the uh, <laughs> he also forgot that he's not allowed to advertise stuff on Instagram, so his <laughs> So he had to hurry up to hide his bag. Yeah. His Burberry bag, I think. Yeah. I just that that live is such a mess such a fucking mess he just holds up his hand and is like wait a minute something is not right yes honestly lucas's wide-eyed what is going on face is iconic poor guy i hope he found it mm, he probably just bought some new ones yeah because knowing the way sasang's move the ring's been gone um so cat where can they find us Y'all can find us on primarily on our Twitter page, which is NCT Podcast, and that will have the links to not only our Instagram page, which is also NCT Podcast, but also links to our sister podcast as well. Um, And yeah, we also have a Curious Cat, which is still a thing, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, okay. nobody asks us questions on there, which is fine. But, you know, maybe one day. Maybe yeah, people day. just ask us questions on Twitter. <laughs> which is fine. Because, because why cut out the middleman, you know? I get it. Totally. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and also, once again, shout out to our patrons on Patreon who will get access to this episode as soon as it is finished, which means it'll be early before everybody else. So if you're just itching for content these days, consider, you know, subscribing because then you get, you know, access to the episodes a few days early. Mm -hmm. um, and other, and, well, I don't know. Bye! <laughs> Bye! Did you have a stroke? I don't know what I was going to say, but, um, yeah, see y'all later. Bye. Yeah, we got a crazy vibe, but you really want that heart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.